we are back. Episode three of my anime list gets longer every day. And I said it right. I know I messed up the last Finally. <laughs> last episode, I said the name wrong so bad. I know My anime list gets name. stronger every day. <laughs> Side <Sigesto. laughs> We do get stronger. We get stronger every video. <laughs> but like I said, as my anime list gets longer, sorry for the uh, <laughs> for messing things up. But like, yeah, my anime list gets longer every day. Every Three episodes in, he remembers the title of our podcast. That I created. <laughs> <laughs> His oh. idea, he has baby, and he can't even remember the name. Wow. Hey, I have a lot on my plate here, sir. I mean, you are a big boy. Of course, you got a lot on your plate. Maybe you need to put a lot on your plate for your legs. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, minutes man. And a leg joke. Two minutes in. <laughs> hey. You started it. You're right. <laughs> man, we got a lot going on today. A lot of things have happened over the past week. You know, uh, uh, some teasers, some anniversaries, some movies dropped. And I know another movie's going to drop soon by Gotham's Flair. Can't wait for that to come out. But uh, the first things first, man, I know I sent it to you. How do you feel about that uh, Ghost in the Shell teaser? Me personally, I'm not a huge fan of the like 3D animated uh, anime. Like, uh, just the art style just is. I'm not like a huge fan of it. Like Kengen Ashura, um, Knights of Sidonia, and some of the scenes in Goblin Slayer have that like 3D animation. I'm not a huge fan of it. Me neither. Um, but. Uh. I did get hype watching uh, this trailer just because it's been a while since we've had some ghosts in the shell. I can't remember when standalone complex dropped. Um, and just watching this trailer, this teaser, it was, it was pretty neat. It got a little bit of the nostalgia coming back. There's a Tachikoma riding in the back of the Jeep. I like the look of the major, even though it's the 3d animation, I like the look of the major. She has a bit of a younger look to her she looks than younger. she did she and, looks like from uh from the later movies so they made her yeah younger. when she was like in the little girl body after her older body got destroyed so she looks a little bit younger i kind of prefer the more mature looking major from standalone complex i think we all prefer the standalone complex mature looking major but I, I, i'm gonna give it a chance again it was just a short little teaser um i know you didn't like it too much no so i what, didn't what, uh, what did you like about i'm it? not a fan of that whole 3d aspect in general anyway I thought the major looked clunky. I thought the whole I thought the whole area itself looked a little clunky. But mm -hmm. it's just a teaser. You know, I'm I'm gonna keep my hopes up for this one because I'm just gonna wait for that trailer to drop. And even yeah. if I don't like the trailer, I'll still watch because there have been anime where I didn't like the trailer, but I still ended up liking the actual anime series. So I'm gonna give it a chance. And yeah. you know, that movie, the movie, the live action movie has left a bad taste in some people's mouths. So I guess even with that, with the series dropping, people are automatically thinking about, oh, the whole Scar, Scar, Scar Joe BS. So. Is it bad that I once again forgot there was a live action Ghost in the Shell, even though we talked about it last time? It's been a week <laughs> since we talked about it. I know. It's been literally a week. I forgot again. <laughs> Well, I'm not saying it's bad or anything. I'm I just, just saying it's not forget memorable. it happens. The live action is not memorable. Memorable. I 
consider worse. One of our uh, one of our viewers, uh, listeners, excuse me, one of our listeners, Ian, uh, he said it wasn't all that bad. He said it was a halfway decent movie. Um, he said Alita was pretty good too. Yeah, so I, I, I might give him a chance. But also, huge shout out to Ian for his suggestion, uh, Yakitate Japan. Uh, as a watch i actually i'm about 13 episodes in and i'm really digging it uh, i haven't started that one but you have been telling me that it's a good watch if you like food wars like ian said if you like food wars it's a solid watch it definitely looks like food wars was inspired by yakitate japan um the focus is on baking solely as opposed to all aspects of cooking like food wars but it, it's solid so uh appreciate the uh appreciate the suggestion ian it was a it was a great one and i'm hooked yeah, yeah, man. Shout out to Ian because uh, even when we just started recently, he's been like one of the first viewers to actually just watch our stuff. Yeah, he's he's been holding it down. So he's been holding us down. So props to you, man. And uh, can continue to share and watch our stuff, and and we appreciate the love, man. All right, moving on for the uh, as as far as expressing the love, big shout out to the Big O series. It has been twenty plus years since it was uh, displayed on Toonami. Or was was it Toonami, or was it just the Japanese series altogether? Uh, the original first season was, um, I think I was in Japan, and then they brought it over here, translated it over here. Um, but yeah, I think it came over here in 1999, I think. I think it came over here in 99. So but... yeah, it's, it was in that original lineup, that Toonami lineup of you. <laughs> Sailor Moon, so all those guys. That makes me feel so old. It's been twenty years <laughs> since Big O dropped. Yeah, the Big O was everybody was a lot of people's first. It was a lot of people's first anime. You know that two normie lineup got a lot of us going and getting us started. You can say the Big O was uh, was the equivalent of a lot of people's Dragon Ball Z love. They got into it. I was on a huge giant robot kick, like Big O Gundam. Macross, all when that drops. So Big O holds a special place in my heart. Just, <laughs> I, it had like a lot more story than just the giant robots, but the most memorable part to me were the giant robot fights. <laughs> well, it's giant robots. Exactly. It's the hype. It's the hypeness of it. The story was great. You know, I'm rewatching it myself to familiarize with it, and just uh, all around, just I need, I wanted to rewatch it and just enjoy the anime all over again because so, it's been years since i've seen it so here's the question does it still hold up all these years later 20 years later does the first couple of episodes you've seen still hold up i give it a yes and no okay the out, the art style is outdated of course yeah yeah art style is outdated but is it better than some of the stuff that's out today oh yeah i do think so better I, than darling in the franks I said it. Dude. Really? 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 This thing's been out for 20 years and it's still better than Darling. We're bringing the the salt already? I don't even know. How long have we been recording? Are we bringing the salt already? (laughs) I mean, Big Big O was solid, though. Like, even 20 years later, the only thing that doesn't hold up is the art style. Like, that is solid. True. And the opening is like, really like the opening of big o is like super 90s bro that that <laughs> that used to be on my hype playlist back when i was swimming the big o opening song oh my god 
<laughs> that I don't know what it was about it. I think it was the big O, big O, big O, Something big like O. When I when I first heard it, I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was it's like, such "Really?" A simple. Like, I, I hit you in the text too. I was like, "Dude, this thing, this opening does not hold up." So it's like that's two things: it's the art style and the opening. To the I series. would still rock to that opening though. Even now, I would still rock to that opening. I'm gonna but go yeah. listen to it after this again. Just now, it's now the thoughts in my head. Now I want to listen to it some more. But it really does give you, I, I think it copied a little bit, but it does give you that old school 90s and Batman animated series feel. Like you have your butler, you have Bruce Wayne or Rogers, which it, it does compare a lot. It's Batman with a giant robot. He's just not in the suit. He's just in this, he's in, well, he's in the suit. He's in his tux, but he doesn't have the mask. He's not covered up or nothing like that. It does have that Batman Evangelion feel. And like everybody knows that it's him piloting that big robot. Everybody knows it's him. They're but like, they oh, act like they don't know though. Yeah. <laughs> but the only reason, the only thing he's managed to keep it for so long is he they don't know where he hides it. They don't know about the tunnels underneath the city. That big O rides on a giant train as it's being transported under the yeah. city. And that it's stored. I think underneath his home, kind of like the Bat Cave, like where Batman keeps kind the car. And not the sure. Batman. I haven't got to that point because I'm rewatching it just to refresh my memory. But I haven't got to the point where I know where it's stored yet. Yeah, I, it's been a while. But if I remember right, it's stored under his home, just like just like <laughs> Batman in the Bat Cave. So yeah, it pulls a lot from Batman. But again, it's Batman with a giant robot. It's it's kind of dope. That's pretty dope. And don't forget Dorothy. I don't know. I wouldn't exactly call her Robin because she might she be better is than definitely Robin. Definitely not a Robin. Like <laughs> she's way yeah. better than Robin. <laughs> Dorothy she, she, she's up. not a kid. She's not a whiner, but she can dunk on you in a fight. You can't pick her up and toss her around because oh, she's, no, a, she's an it, android. Because even heavy. in the first episode, I think it was the first or second episode, she ran on the battlefield and then they, the cops tried to drag her off and they could she's barely move yeah. her. And they reference that a couple other times yeah, in the yeah. series. So it's like, oh, yeah, she's not human. She's an android, and we can't pick her up. She's an android, her. and she's super petty. Dude, Dorothy, Dorothy is the queen of petty. Just that deadpan snarker. That is what she is. She is a deadpan snarker. Mm. And she'll start cracking jokes, but it's that, that deadpan, like, silent joke where it's like, dang, dude, like, you know where to hit kind of, kind of joke. She is deep with the feels. She does, she hits, exactly. She hits, she hits you right in your core. Of just I don't care about your feelings. Whatever. Get the shit done. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, that's the best part about it. That's why I like her more than Robin. Personally. So yeah, I'm definitely going to finish it. Now, I do remember the second season wasn't as great as the first, and they kind of leave you on a cliffhanger and all that. They, did, they didn't really leave us on a cliffhanger. They kind of explain, like, it's a restart, like a fresh start kind of a thing not a full-on cliffhanger like the end of season one season one ended on a terrible cliffhanger and the only reason we even got a season two was because it was, it was so popular it was, on tsunami. Tsunami. It was the fans in tsunami exactly that got a season two. so that is how we got a season two that was one of the first times that i ever knew that fan like um outrage and things like that could generate like something new so that fact that the fans wanted season two so bad here in the states is why we got a season two i'm i appreciate that like 
I didn't and, really like season two as much. And, and, but... and to be fair to the fans, they did it without social media. Yeah, because that... there was no social media during that point. Season two dropped in what 2003. We had MySpace. Well, but come on, MySpace. that was it. Yeah. <laughs> and like the, fl- and like the fledgling <laughs> of Facebook, because I don't remember when Facebook job. When did Facebook job? Like 2004, right. 2003, or something around there? Real then? quick, real quick. Who was your top five on MySpace? <laughs> Tom. <laughs> Wait a minute. Tom's Facebook. What? <laughs> no, Tom. Tom was MySpace. Oh, Zuckerberg's man. Facebook. Tom yeah, was true. everyone's fan on MySpace. Oh man! I bet Tom, you. I bet you. He's on about MySpace right now. Tom will still be your friend. Tom was. Tom didn't leave you hanging. He Tom left. was holding it down on MySpace, man. <laughs> Hey, but Tom didn't. Tom didn't hold it down getting uh, big old second season. That was all just pure. Yeah, love. that was all fans of Cartoon Network and Toonami that. Yeah. That got us season two. So that it was awesome. Like again, didn't like season two as much, but they introduced you know Big Fow, and I love Big Fow's design. Like I love all the giant robot designs in in Big O. So mm. I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it, and I'm definitely gonna rewatch it. Keeping the train running on historic old school anime. Chugga, uh, chugga, choo, choo. Akira is getting a new animated series. Now, we don't know much about it. We don't even really have a teaser. But the uh, original creator, was is it the original creator has come out and said yeah. during That's Anime Expo creator. in Los Angeles that they are working on a new series of Akira. As you, as someone that has watched Akira multiple times, way more than me, and I'm still at the point, I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I haven't seen the thing as a whole. I know, I know, I should have watched it by now. I'm working on it. But it's a classic, man. It is a classic from what I've seen. And plus, I've seen the whole thing at a bar without without any volume. But I need to see, and uh, trust me also, that is pretty weird watching Akira without volume. Oh God, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> watching Akira without volume at a bar with, with is weird. Tetsuo like losing control of his powers and the kids and everything. Yeah, especially if you watch that last scene in I the have. stadium with no <laughs> context whatsoever. It's like, did I just watch that dude transform into a giant baby? Yeah, that that's got me okay. Times. But I need to actually watch it with volume. But no, as, yeah, you, as you a do. big as you being a big fan of it, like where does your mind go and your feels go when it comes to hearing the creator saying a new series is coming? On the one hand, I'm I'm getting a bit tired of remake culture and things like that. You know, not having original ideas, going back to the well for the same old, same old. On the other hand, it's the original creator. Um, we're making it a series instead of an OVA slash movie. I never read the original manga, so I don't know how close the original Akira movie was to the series. I have no earthly idea. That aside, I'm actually here for it. I kind of, I'm kind of curious about it, especially again, original creators coming back for it. So I, I, I'm, I'm here for it. I, I'm, cautiously optimistic i'll say that cautiously optimistic for how this might turn out um uh, akira is what brought anime to the united states it is 
the it brought anime here and popularized anime here so it has a special place Dude, in a lot of people's to, hearts like the motorcycle itself that motorcycle is iconic. It is. Point blank period. And it was are, in Ready Player are, One. Ready Player One and a bunch of different things. But there are yes. legit fans that have custom built their own Akira cycle. And, and it's, it is one of the coolest looking motorcycles out there. I would honestly put it, in my personal opinion, second behind like the light cycles from Tron as one of the coolest looking motorcycles of all time. Like, yeah, it like, is would, really would cool. Would you bike. put it past the bat cycle? Which one? There's so many. I know there's so many. Yeah, there's, there's so, so many, many bat cycles. I'm not, I, I can't quite say. Like, I like it more than the bat cycle, like in the Dark Knight trilogy, Christopher, Christopher Nolan's one. Yeah, I like, would put it in that. that was, it was still a pretty cool bike, but I, I do like Canada's bike more than, more than that one. But yeah, it's, Definitely my second favorite motorcycle. But yeah, but if you're talking anime in general, you cannot talk anime without bringing up Akira itself. You, yeah, you have that is just a staple in not even just a, a, the American history of anime, but just as a whole, Japan all together. Without Akira, like you said, uh, blowing up like it did, who's to say where we'll be? Where we'll be now with? with all the animes going on. Maybe we, maybe something would blew up eventually, but that that itself like brought in the craze. They go your two nine, yeah. uh your crunchy roll, even your Netflix Hulu series and all those things like that. They all owe that they to owe Akira. that to Akira. Like there were a bunch of anime series, you know, before Akira, but they were never <clears throat> ever aimed at, you know, an American audience. This this can't. This wasn't even aimed at an American audience either. But when they brought it here, it, it brought the excitement. I mean, the whole thing is set in Tokyo, but the aesthetic, the cyberpunk aspect, um, the animation—it's <laughs> like really good, and it still holds up. Like. It holds up today. I think I it's been remastered at least once, but the animation. And at least the remaster that I've seen is really smooth. I can't remember if I've seen like the original, original like cut of it, but the remastered version looks incredibly smooth for what it is. With it being a staple of anime history, and you you hearing constant talks of the live action and how many times it's been pushed back, and and now with uh, Taika Waititi being a director, and he's also working on the script with Leonardo producing and a bunch of other names in the works too. Are you hopeful that it gets its due in the live action uh, movie verse? I'm hopeful because Taika Waititi is, he's my faves. <laughs> he really is. Dude, dude puts, <laughs> hey, regardless of what he makes, dude puts his whole heart into it. He does. and. That, like, eccentricity that he has, that he brings to things, like, he voiced Korg in Thor Ragnarok yeah. while also directing it. He's Korg also, was my favorite. He's also Hitler in Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. Like, the guy's eccentric, but I haven't found anything that of his that I haven't liked yet. I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit yet. No, I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit either. I don't even really know anything about the reviews of it myself. Yeah. But... As for what I have seen and like interviews of him, like dude is a goofball. He's nuts. 
And I think you need that type of attitude and mindset when it comes to a film like Akira. Yeah, you can't take it too seriously. You, I'm not gonna. Uh, you can't tell me a Martin Scorsese can make a Akira movie. Martin Scorsese's Martin Scorsese's come that. out as against comic book movies, and technically, this is a comic book movie. Though, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> no. I'm not even. Don't even get me started on that one. But hey, that's a whole other subject yeah, that we. Whole... That's not even uh, if my pay grade here, sir. So. So, so are you hopeful for it? So I'm personally hopeful with Leo producing and Taika directing and writing. Do you, are, are you in the same boat as me or are you more cautious about it? What, what are your feelings on it? As an anime fan as I am and seeing some of my favorites being shatted on in live action, I'm worried. I am worried. And this has nothing to do with Taika and Leonardo DiCaprio at all. I'm actually hopeful with those two, but I'm worried because Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers Studios is all over the place. They're the ones funding this, right? Yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot and about that part. how many times have we heard of a movie being redone, recut, reestablished because A, it could be too dark for the public or not dark enough or blah, blah, blah. All these types of things because the studio steps in and ruins it. Well, that was mostly like their comic book movies though, right? Like That's true. The, the DC um, CU because they didn't, they don't have like a real solid direction. They don't. For it. And they have hits. Don't get me wrong. They have yeah. hits. But that doesn't mean it correlates to their overall success. And it, it just doesn't. For the moment. They, so they, wanted, they wanted Snyder, Zack Snyder, to kind of be their, their Kevin Feige. And it's just, it has not worked out. It's just, I'm not going in with high hopes. I'm not going to get my hopes up to be crushed. I'm I can see that. In, okay. I'm going to watch it, and of course I'm going to watch Akira itself before I go watch the live action whenever yeah, it comes out. To. Yeah, you need to. I need to watch it with volume from start to finish and not, <laughs> and without, not without context <laughs> yes. with no sound. But still, even in that case, it's like I know that, that bar is mighty low. So even a halfway decent one is better than what most BS we've gotten. So my hopes are going to be really low. My expectations are going to be really low. I'm not expecting this to be the greatest thing ever. But if it turns out to be the greatest thing ever, it should be, out of all the anime itself, Akira should be the tone setter. Like, this is what a live action should look like. That's what For I'm sure, saying. yeah. Yes, it should be a tone setter if it does. This is what and, it should be made like. And that would that would honestly be like, you know, bringing it full circle or bringing it back, right? Because yeah. if you were brought anime to the States, it could bring, you know, live action to the forefront. Like, You're this right. is how you do it. This and, is what you need to and do. And just being fair, like, there's no point. It shouldn't already be that way. With all the live actions that we had, you know, I haven't seen Alita because it's just... Alita could already have set the tone of it, but the fact that just a few, just a sheer track history of how bad live action has been, I haven't seen it. And, the thing yeah. that threw me from Alita was 
them giving her her anime eyes. It's really creepy. Like, really creepy to me. Uh, Ian says it's it's halfway decent, so maybe at some point I'll uh, get around to watching it and Ghost in the Shell, and maybe you know they're actually worthwhile as like a you know bored watch it kind of movies. But I don't want just like a bored watch it kind of movie. I want something to engage me. So that's what I'm hoping this Akira movie does. You know, you got Taika directing it and writing it. That gives me hope now. The whole Warner Brothers interfering thing, that does give me a bit of pause, but I feel like with Taika's track record, especially with the I don't think they'll interfere with his work. I don't think let's be honest, Akira gets dark. Akira gets dark in, in many ways. Uh, they have to let it run its course. And maybe it's, also because, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio's production company is helming it, maybe that'll be like, okay, we got two of the biggest names in Hollywood handling this. Just let it happen. Let it roll. You know? Yeah, because you know the when, producing, Taika's writing and directing. When DBZ, when DBZ Evolution, uh, well, Dragon Ball Evolution itself, uh, there, was no, there was no names like this. There were, there were no names, I don't think, to give you uh, in, 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 nothing to give you any confidence in. Um, I know... With Scarlett, with the Scarlett Johansson, that gave it a name with Ghost and Shell. But still, it was the over uproar of a white lady playing the Japanese woman. That thing you were supposed to do. The the Asian cast of the Ghost in the Shell movie, from what I remember, was solid. Like they were, it was a really good Asian cast, like well known Japanese actors in it. But for me, it wasn't the Scarlett Johansson cast because again, we can go into the whole. Thing with whitewashing but the major is she is a cyborg so her body yeah. can be whatever yeah, it wants that's but, true. That's true. but just nothing besides the visuals made me want to go see it you know? like even the trailers I watched the trailers multiple times because I was just like do I want to see it do I want yes no maybe I never got really hyped over the trailers the only thing that got yeah. me was the initial thought like oh oh we're getting a live action Ghost in Shell and then once I realized like what was going on, I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to watch. That's this. pretty much exactly where I was too. I was kind of like, meh, like okay, Ghost in the Shell, cool. Like I love Ghost in the Shell, but nothing about those trailers is like, okay, I'm gonna give it a chance. It had to be word of mouth that's now making me think, okay, let's man, give it a try. Even when even when teasers start coming out for Akira, if they give me a guy in a red suit holding his helmet walking towards his bike, they got me. <laughs> yeah, if, if Taika gives that iconic shot. He gives me that shot in the teaser. No trailer. He gives That's that shot of Kaneda walking towards his bike and like the poster teaser in the trailer or teaser. Yeah, I'm, I'm sold. Because then it's like you are acknowledging some of the icon, like iconic aspects of it. And that poster of Kaneda walking towards his bike is an iconic ass. And I'm getting that poster. That is that is on my list of things I need to get for the game room. That poster is getting hung up on this wall. It is. Okay, get it as a metal plate. I'm going to get a I'm going to get a display. Get that display of it. Or I'm I'll sure get an actual poster it. and I'll do like I did with my other two and just get it get like get it built into Ooh, one. Display has a 35% off courtesy of Halloween if you're interested. Stop. 
I got bills to pay. <laughs> Just, uh, we're not sponsored by Display, but wink, wink. We are. We are. Uh, if you're interested, we're here. We are sponsored by Display, but they have great stuff. And this oh, is really this is not an ad, ad, people. I promise you. It is an ad, not but an ad. we're not being sponsored <laughs> by Display. <laughs> we're just to get serious. It is really an ad, cool. but. We're not getting paid by it, but Display does have some great stuff that I definitely will have. I found the Displate. Just shoot it, in, shoot it in the DMs. I will. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, moving on from the live action, I got a little bit of hate last week, man. From and you were leading that, you were leading that crowd of people. My hate for the lowlies. It wasn't your hate for the lollies. It wasn't your hate for the lollies. It was purely your hate for the platelets being lollies. I don't <laughs> personally like lollies. I never but, said, first of all, I never said I hated lollies anyway. It was but, the intent, Jerry. But intent. I tell you, there's a lolly that, that we all know and love. She's a bit nuts, too. <laughs> a bit is an understatement. The evilest. Could she be the evilest lolly? One of the evilest lollies? She probably is. Like I, I that might need to be a list for later. Top list of evil lollies, but she, she's she, up there. It's in five. the title of her show. She'll be one through five. <laughs> 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 yeah. For those of you not know what we're talking about, we're talking about Miss Tanya the Evil. <laughs> and that's the name of her show. Tanya the Evil. The saga of Tanya the Evil, because what else inspires fear than a 10-year-old tactical genius in the military? <laughs> like her stare alone freaks out of her battalion. <laughs> they they do not play games in that battalion. Or she has them all to heal. She two, has brought all of them. The 203rd battalion and Tiny Evil. They nothing, not even death scares them. Everybody as much as Tanya. is shook by Tanya. Man, that movie dropped. All I, I, I got to say, man, it didn't really, like you told me before, it didn't feel like a movie. It just felt like an extended version of season two. Of it it really did. It just felt like a couple of extra episodes. Like, we only got 13 episodes in the first season, or 12 episodes. Like 12 I can't remember off the top of my head. And this just felt like, hey, a couple more episodes added to the end of the season. Just, they kept going right from where they left off. And it was what hour and a half, hour and a half. So like hour three half, episodes, something like that, something like that. Like, but it was yeah, a like good, it was a good three, four episodes, however you want to put it. But just to give a quick, a quick background of who Tiny the Evil is. Tiny the Evil wasn't uh, was originally a uh, businessman, I, yeah, I would Japanese say. salary man, Japanese salary oh, man yeah. that was probably at the top of his game at his job. He was a no-nonsense guy, by the book, but super smart. But the problem was he did not communicate properly with anyone. So he was he was an evil petty dick. And that caused him to die and be reincarnated into a little lowly girl. <laughs> Died and like reincarnated by the most petty of gods ever. Being X, hey, hey. the definition of petty. The de I'm like, 
Being X created Penny. And that's like, how that's how bad he is. I'm just like, you're that petty, but it's not even like a fun petty. Like you'll have someone, you'll hear someone do something petty to someone. It's just like, well, damn. All right, I'm here for it. Being X just is petty, but it's not even in fun with it. No, he's like, you gonna pray to me, and I'm gonna make you. And if you don't, you're gonna die. That's how petty it is. Yeah, that that is that is Max Pay, but look what Tanya's been doing with it. She's mad that she has to pray every time she like drops her nuke spell, but when she is nuking, is nuking. I know we had this argument before about whether who's winning Tanya or being being X, but I'm more on the side of being X. Who's winning this argument? Like I said, if the series ends with Tanya saying her prayer to being X before nuking being X. I'm here for it. If that is how it ends. But you want to know what though? I'm here for it. He still wins. Even if she God. even if she nukes being X with his own power, he's not gonna die. He's, you notice he's not gonna die. Deal would be hilarious. Gonna, he's gonna take that hit with the most jokerish laugh of all time, of all time, and say, I still got you to pray, bitch. Yeah, yeah, honestly. And that's all this series is. It's just a petty off between Tanya and being X. It's all it is. But I'm definitely on the side of Tanya just because being X has gotten annoying. He's gotten annoying. Especially- I like being X. See, I, see, I, ask me, I like being X because, you know I me. Mean, I like messing with people. So <laughs> being X is like, I'm going to light this on fire. And but that's away. why I'm like, at this point, being X needs to just show up and actually do some. He was there. He was direct there. Direct intervention. Direct. Not getting someone else to work on his behalf, like Mary Sue. Okay, who, we're getting a little far ahead. We're getting a little far ahead, but you're right. But let me right. just say, the character named Mary Sue is the purest definition of a Mary Sue. <laughs> I'm so happy that they named her that because that's exactly what she is. But anyway, yeah, that's freaking fun. I didn't even think of that, bro. I didn't even think of that. But the movie, the Tiny the Evil movie, honestly, there is really no explanation of this movie because there isn't anything that that roots away from the actual series. That's why we think of it is just an extended two, three episodes. It could be even the whole season itself in this movie. Yeah, like when you think of other anime movies, they're kind of like on their own little world. They're ambiguously somewhere. Anything anything that's not canon. You're like pretty much every movie that's been out is not canon. Yeah, they're not necessarily canon. Like the only, and we discussed it before, Dragon Ball Super was one of the first ones that kind of canonized movies by putting the movie somewhere within the actual timeline of the show. Tanya the Evil is keeping that going. This is definitively starting at the very end of season one and sets us up for season two. Heck, we thought season one was a nice setup for season two, and this this kept it going. And I honestly didn't realize the season one finished in 2017, but I also watched it more recently. So we, I have we both have. Yeah, I think I think also this is one of those rare occasions where the anime gets a cult following later on 
and it just gets picked right back up. Because this movie came out this year. That's been like, what, uh, two years since the actual series? Yeah, two years since the anime dropped, because the anime ended March of 2017. So, the manga is apparently still going. The manga is still going. Yeah, so what probably happened was they kept going with the manga, made the series, slept on the series, and just let it grow for two years. And now you have the movie... Oh, most definitely another season's coming. And they, they probably use the movie as an actual gauge for fan interest. Yeah. Maybe that's what it it's was. It's also like, cheaper. Okay. That will be a cheaper way of doing it instead of putting out a whole season. Yeah, you get everyone together, all the voice actors and everything together, record their lines that they need for only like an hour and a half like showing as opposed to having to stretch out whatever over a whole season. The production teams in there and they treat it like a movie but again it, it just felt like just three more episodes it felt it like really episodes did. 13 14 and 15 it really did because it started out like any other episode they were in the middle of a fight they're fighting uh the feder is it the federation what was it called yeah the empire the, the empire, empire versus the federation okay so the- oh no they were waiting for the federation to come in that's a bit of a spoiler they're waiting on the Federation to do something. But they're the Empire. They're the Empire. Just to not spoil, it's basically they're the Empire. Almost give you a uh, Nazi Germany type feel. It's, it's, yeah, it's World War One era Europe with magic. Yeah. They, they have, you know, the tanks, they have the artillery, they have the trenches, the trench warfare. And, you know, they have the planes that are doing bombing runs and stuff, but between all of this World War One fighting, you have people flying on broomsticks or hover suits or whatever with rifles that can launch magical attacks. And they're being decently accurate with the history of it. They're they're because uh, they're mentioning all the other countries, the bombing of Mos- Moscow, the United States preparing to get involved. They're pretty. I wouldn't say I'm not saying they're accurate. But they're staying, uh, they're staying decently close to the actual history. They're just sprinkling magic involved. And the thing that helps it, though, is that because Tanya was reincarnated from a world where World War I has happened, she's kind of anticipating some of these things happening from World War I. And that's also the problem. Yeah. She's anticipating it, but her her upper-level leadership won't really listen to her that much. Again, it's a 10-year-old girl in the military, and while she is a tactical genius, Javi mentioned it. Yeah, Javi mentioned it best. It's a 10-year-old girl, and they... It's a bad look for them taking tactical advice from a 10-year-old girl. And this is still a time where women really don't have a voice yet, so... Exactly. The fact that she's as high up as she is is a testament to her in and of itself. But the worst part is they keep sending her to the front lines. You keep sending a 10-year-old girl to the front lines. And sure. Because she's proven herself. And one of the best tactical geniuses out there. But you are sending a 10-year-old girl to the front lines of World War One, And she's proven herself time and time again with even with their mistakes of and their strategies. She's been winning battle after battle. And I think now that I'm speaking on it with you, this is what this movie was all about. It's like, we in her speech at the end, not going to give you any spoilers of it, but long story short, we're bleeding to death. Yes, we're winning, but we're taking shots 
that's going to end up killing us in the long run. Yep. We need to change our strategy. And she didn't, I don't really think in the back of her mind that they were going to agree with it, but they ended up doing it anyway. And they given her the power that she didn't want, but she wanted to hand it out to someone else, but she ended up being put on her anyway. That's the whole issue is being X yes. is petty. Being X is petty. <laughs> so yes, we can talk about this movie all day because I, I feel like it was such a great. I don't even want to call it a great movie. I say it's a great second season. Yeah, <laughs> a great best, beginning. It was an OVA, is what yeah. it really is. They call it an anime film, but it was essentially an OVA. It's just a couple, OVA. Like, but it was episodes. really good. It was really good. It gave you everything, and like we said, Mary, which is her complete opposite. All powerful, wants to get revenge on her father for her father's death, but the problem is she's super inexperienced. Oh God, and she's just so filled with rage that all she wants to do is get revenge on Tanya. But leave it up to the viewers, leave it up to you guys to watch. Check it out because we don't want to spoil too much more than that. The show is called The Saga of Tanya the Evil, and. 12 episode anime and then the movie on top, which almost functioned as three additional episodes. Yeah. Solid watch if you're uh, it is a solid watch. If you're interested in it. Mm-hmm. Going on, going on, going on. Uh okay. Let's get into our uh main subject at hand. Uh I think me and you have been speaking on this a lot lately about social media and anime and how social media has affected anime over the years. And uh, we see it on a daily basis uh, from the cosplayers to the parodies, to the abridged episodes of certain anime. Social media has turned anime mainstream. Because if we go back into the days of even our middle school and high school days, anyone's seen watching or even talking about anime you know <laughs> most of the time those dudes are getting picked on nerd <laughs> for real like just straight up you getting your butt kicked talked about whatever now you have athletes just watching anime cosplaying anime miles garrett with his dbz uh, cosplay. Uh, you have a lot of other NFL yeah, players. Mike Daniels players. dressing up as Naruto character with his brother at San Diego Comic Con a couple of years ago. Yeah, you have a lot. You have a lot. It's um, King Vader. King Vader is probably doing it. As probably he's probably one of the top five people out here just doing it. The he's best when it comes doing to it him. huge. He's doing it huge. He probably said he's leading the wave. He's leading the wave for blurs. He's probably leading the wave as far as how you do a live action parody or a live action in general. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have you have these uh, small companies that are they're doing their own live action DBZ, like I mentioned earlier in one of the first episodes, DBZ Light of Hope. You have uh, Team Four Star with their Dragon Ball Z abridged parodies. You have their they had they did I think they did um a couple of different versions of uh, certain parodies they did uh, they, they've done um, Helsing Hel- abridged Helsing, Attack on Titan abridged Yu Gi Oh abridged yeah and that alone has brought a lot of viewers to the actual anime I'm like social media has affected 
has affected anime in really, really great ways. But, well, you know, like you said, like in Brotherhood, an equivalent, equivalent exchange. What's good is also bad. <laughs> so, so what? So, what's the bad? What do you? What do you? What do you consider the bad with the social media? <sighs> Where do I start? People forcing certain anime on and calling it the new top three, big three. Pushing. <laughs> The thing is, everyone wants a new big three. Was like, but not everyone. everyone. No, but not. I won't say everyone. But when the original big three came out, and for those of you don't know, the original big three: Naruto, Bleach, One Piece. Naruto and Bleach are over. One Piece is still going strong. People just kind of feel not everyone, but but you don't need it. But you don't really need a new big big three. three. That big, those, need one. you don't need one. Those those three are the big three for a reason. They did numbers that no one expected in their life at all. One Piece is doing numbers even today. They have two mangas in the top ten. That's twenty nineteen. So it's like these things have gotten really out of hand on certain things. You have your your Black Clover pushers. You have your Boruto pushers. Do you have people making these ridiculous statements of how Boruto is better than Naruto? You mean Boruto's dad's son? Ah, shut up. Don't make me punch you to the screen. <laughs> but regardless of that, it's gotten really bad out here as far as like people being their opinionated issues. Instead of enjoying it, they've gotten people that the they've gotten people to kind of go back and forth. You have the new watchers versus the old watchers. You have the casuals. You have and- all the that to me is probably the worst part about anime. The people that are social media and anime are the gatekeepers. Like the people are like, Oh, you weren't holding it down. when We were getting picked on as kids in middle school and high school for watching anime, but you want to act like you're a fan now. Yes, dude. That's yeah, how for real. People in. That's growth. It's what, it's what we call growth. Exactly. If you want your anime to grow and grow big, potentially get another season, potentially get a movie and keep going you need to keep bringing in viewers watchers and readers because you don't get fan base guess what you don't get these streaming sites without new fans exactly like michael b jordan did it right when like he came out and said hey yeah i watch naruto now i hated his collab with coach Coach. and the overpriced (laughs) clothing with with them but he came out on twitter and said yeah i watch naruto as a kid also people 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 newsflash you can buy that same clothing cheaper. On Amazon. On Amazon. You can buy that same clothing a lot cheaper. I found a jacket the, for the, my the boy and that, 30 bucks. But like the fact that he was able to get a collab with one of the top fashion companies in the world is it's huge progress and shows the gravitas of you know being a celeb and being social media and and anime. Like, could you have imagined even what? Two three years ago, Brad Pitt coach, coming out with like coach, coach to do one having piece. a yeah, coach having a collab with like One Piece or Naruto or Bleach. Could you imagine that? No, actually, no, not. And it, and it, and it wasn't a shock to me when it happened today, but it would have definitely been a shock to me a decade ago, ten years ago. Oh God, yeah, no, it would have been a complete shock. Michael B. Jordan would have been ridiculed. It's like, why are you doing this? Why are you? 
uh, destroying your career by putting your name on this. Where's uh, Wallace and why does he have this anime clothing? For real. And if the funny part is, he hasn't been bashed really at all. It's- no, because he's a big name right now, like coming off of like Fruitvale Station, Black Panther, um, and a couple of different things. Like Black that. Panther and all the and the um the Creed movies. The Creed yeah, movies. he's a big name. Hey, he's hey, and Michael gorgeous. B. Jordan has his own anime, I think, on Netflix. Uh not his own anime, but I know he's voiced um he's, he's voicing a character, character in um um who is uh uh genlock it's called genlock yeah, i um, haven't watched it yet but i heard the, about it the people that made uh red versus blue are making it um rooster teeth yeah. uh, my boy at dragon con showed me the first episode you got to pay on rooster teeth site to watch it mm-hmm. but the first episode got me hooked now my list was already substantially long so it's like okay That's well i'm gonna wait yeah, exactly the whole point of this <laughs> podcast my anime list keeps getting longer so I'm not prioritizing something I have to pay to watch. There's plenty of other stuff I can watch for free right now. Now it's on that list, but he voices one of the main characters in Genlock. I don't know if he has something else um, anime related out, but no, not, I don't think so. But he does have like a superhero movie that's out too on Netflix. But but still, but it, it's thanks to him that we're we're getting. Um, some of this more mainstream like anime push especially on social media it is i'm like just look at all the people that's pushing it you have up-and-coming rap artist megan the stallion we have Jaden smith he had creating his own anime plus he's always pushing the anime stuff but like he has a song something it's like uh he's in the middle of japan rapping about i think of him goku and it's actually not a bad song but you know, Jaden Smith, Jaden Smith, people are gonna go hit their hands away about it. But still, the growth itself, old school watchers need to appreciate. Because without the new school, without the new school watchers, without the push for it, we wouldn't have all these platforms to watch it. You know? And I and I, and I hate and this other stuff that I hate about it. The OG watchers, they give us a bad look from time to time, especially when they're talking about the cosplayers, the female cosplayers itself. Like, look, yeah, I know sometimes, you know, uh, when a girl throws on a bikini and some bunny ears or some cat ears and she's just caught in a cosplay, but you know what? Enjoy it. Who cares if it's 100% accurate? There is a half-naked girl in cat ears and a tail that has been on uh, many of different animes so it is accurate <laughs> so so what and i don't get what the problem is the fact that she even knows the name of the character is still better than a lot of people come on you cannot get playing. mad when a uh when a thick woman dresses up as lucy and her ass and breasts are hanging out when this happened to lucy 90% almost of fairy tale. every episode of fairy tale and almost every chapter of fairy tale i don't understand i'm like do you, i'm not i'm not here uh trying to bash anybody for you know do you just not like women my thing is like it's a hustle for them and i'm yeah. never gonna knock someone's hustle no if people are willing hey. to pay for this girl to be half naked as a character from an anime or tangentially related to an anime or video game or whatever 
Who cares? Who cares? Hey, guess what? If I could dress up as Napa with my shirt off and all ripped up and geeked out, I would. Hey, you can, Jerry. You can do anything you put your mind to, baby. You got it. If you want to be half-naked Napa, do it. Even have a tail wrapped around your, wrapped around your chest and like touching your nipple and stuff like that. I wouldn't pay for it, but I know someone out there would. <laughs> Juju probably would. <laughs> <laughs> but still, stop knocking these girls' hustle. And guess what? They are legit fans of the anime. They are. Like I, I think most of the uh, cosplayers out today they have to know a little bit, even just the cosplay. Some of I mean, yeah, like Jessica Negri dropped a cosplay of Inosuke from Demon Slayer and um, one of the Hashiras from Demon Slayer. Yeah. You don't just happen to pull that out. Now, you don't have to be a dedicated watcher to know what those are. But the fact, again, that she knows enough to be able to make a very accurate costume for both of them shows attention to detail and some modicum of wanting to know the source material. You know, like, so what's the big deal? Again, this you had these gatekeeping fans that are like, oh, well, it's not exactly dressed like the character or she's just using her body to make sales. It's like, yeah, it's called a hustle. Learn about it. Get it's it. Called, it's called, Try it. <laughs> it's called making money in this company that's, that's going down the drain. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with making your money. She ain't hurt. They ain't hurting nobody. They're not hurting anybody. They're using what they got to make some money. There is nothing wrong with that. Not at all. Again, they're not hurting anyone. Are you, hey, are you mad that all the LARPing and cosplaying you did back in the day is being taken over by somebody way more attractive than you? Is that the case? I wouldn't be mad at that. I'd be mad at all. Enjoy it. I, I, I thoroughly enjoy it, you know. It's not that big a deal. You want these things to happen. And I'm personally looking forward to all the cosplay that's coming up at Anime Week in Atlanta this upcoming weekend. Oh, yeah. Whether it's like sexy cosplay or actually legit cosplay, I don't care. I'm just looking forward to it. You get to share your fandom with other people. That's the fun about fandom is you get to share it with other people. Because guess what? Without this fandom, we wouldn't be blessed to have brand new anime almost every week god there's always something there's always something to watch there's something to watch if even if you're not feeling the new stuff you can easily go and just dig through tons tons of content through these sites to find something there is something for everybody from sports anime gambling anime fighting max you name it there is plenty of stuff there even if you're a sports fan, you got the sports anime. You got an anime for volleyball, swimming, basketball, rugby. There is something out there Bad for hit. you. You just got to go find one. it. Oh, yeah, Bad for badminton. And it's yeah. thick. Thickness. There is something out there for everyone. Hey, bro, if you're willing to go look. There's an image of girls playing badminton and their boobs are huge. Isn't that how you so isn't that how you play badminton? I don't know a whole lot about badminton, but as far as I know about badminton, that's how you play badminton. There's anime on wrestling. Everything. It's just like you want it, you got it. But you don't get it without the crazy fandom. And you want the crazy fandom. I but understand. Especially when you have these big name cosplayers, you know, even doing the sexy cosplay, someone might not know what 
that anime is like i'm sure if someone goes to jessica negri's page and saw her her love pillar from demon slayer her nosuke they'd be like what is this from see that it's demon slayer and maybe go watch it and some of it looks really good yeah they're and they're really good cosplays even like even the sexy cosplays sometimes they're done really well like jessica has shown that she is very passionate about her art so she also knows what makes money but she's still really good at making cosplay. You can't really take that away from her. She's still really good at making cosplay. Yeah, so even the, the guys. Um, you even got some dudes that are yeah, you know, making yeah, some, some money off it. Like, but I, but you got Leon Chiro, um, D. Pity. They're making money off of their cosplay. I was, uh, and I was also speaking yeah. on RDC World 1. They, they do a good job. They do more than just anime, though, but. When they do uh, do their little skits or they speak on anime, it's pretty legit and they're pretty accurate for the most part. These are groups that stick out and do it. And and I think also it's kind of shown a huge growth in blurbs. Black people uh, coming out saying, we love anime too. You didn't get that for a long time. Yeah, you were called a geek a nerd back in the day because you watch anime now you even got dudes in the hood yeah with anime man dude i remember i remember back in the day man like close to my senior year you can kind of see the growth but even though social media wasn't really out there were, i was playing and football players man, i'm gonna knock you out like goku did vegeta it's stuff like that <laughs> it's, it's, stuff, it's like lines like that that really got me i was like bro do you even know who these people are <laughs> You're going to learn today. That's why I was like, things like this is so much growth. Having having Black people come out and cosplay as these anime characters and coming out and saying, we love anime. There's a Black anime con. Yeah, Blurred Con. Me and Diana are going to there next year. It's in July, I believe. We're, We're hitting it up for 2020. It's in Virginia. I'm excited. I honestly didn't find out about BlurredCon until a couple of weeks ago. I found out about it. I saw a video a couple months ago from like an older one. But yeah, it's pretty cool. They're growing still. They're still in the works. And even at Anime Weekend Atlanta, there's two meetups, two photo shoots for, excuse me, black anime geeks. I'm going to both of them because they also happen to be right before the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure photo shoot. So, but... I'm still going to them because it's like, okay, that's cool. Like, it, it's this is the era where it's cool to be a geek. It's cool to be a nerd, no matter what your well, it's not your even gender, what your color. It it's matter. not even that. It's just this is an era, a generation where it's cool where you be yourself. Yeah, you still it's, have those people that are trying to knock you for being yourself. But you know what? Most people are just like, and no. we're not going to name no names, even though yeah. I want to. I like, want if, to. If I'm you not. aren't hurting nobody, who cares? There are a lot Who of people. You? There are a lot of people that spoken on the social media, bashing anime watchers and that stuff. Don't worry, I'm not gonna name names. I'm not. I want to, but my I know my colors probably don't want me to do that right now. Yeah, but but y- y'all know some big names out there bashing it. But again, you got plenty of people out there who are just owning it and loving it and yeah. living their best life. And just because you watch an anime, that don't mean nothing. It doesn't hurt you with the ladies. Hey, what? I'm married, bro. And guess what? When I was single, I got her. <laughs> and I watched every anime. You gave her that D gray man. Hey, hey, I know Netflix and chill. Hey, anime and chill is a thing. 
Anime and chill is a thing. Pretty soon we're going to have Disney Plus and Thrust. <laughs> hey, there have been plenty of nights. Hey, look, we watching this anime. What's up? Get that cuddled up. Get that was one of the things that me and Diana kicked it off with on our first date, finding out we both liked One Piece. I'm like, whoa, you know, my, my wife's not. My wife is not really into anime. Sin is not really into it, but she'll watch it. She'll watch it every she now likes, and then. She likes Food Wars. She likes the early, early seasons of Food Wars. You know, same, she, same with Diana. Same deal. And so she likes like, free the swimming anime. Like, there's plenty of anime for anyone. You're so not there's really no stigma. Like, there's no stigma. Exactly. To Who cares if you're a nerd? So or all the old heads, all the gatekeepers, stop trying to keep that stigma of you have to be this, you have to be that, you got to be nerdy. I'm like, that's just, it's not cool anymore, man. Nah, dude, you just have to be open-minded and want to watch it. Yeah, just that's like anything else. Just like anything else. Growth. It's growth here, people. I know we don't get it a lot in America these days, but we get it some places. And anime is one of them. You need yeah. growth. It's the only reason why we can do this podcast, because of the growth in anime and how we do things nowadays. Exactly. It's such a great time. It's such a great time to... What a time to be alive! I'm not going to say that, so I'm not going to be that corny. I <laughs> But it is. It is such a great time for all this stuff, man. Because there's so many platforms, so many things to do with it. So much content. You can enjoy it. There's a lot of things that I watch today that I'm so behind on that I need to go watch. And I'm pro- and I can just sit and watch any type of anime that I want. So it's such a great, it's a great time, a great feeling. And even when I'm even when I'm older and I got my own child, most of the time anyway, we're gonna be doing some kind of cosplay for Halloween. Some kind of cosplay for the birthday. It don't matter. It's going to happen. And I can't wait for it. It's going to be Piccolo. It's going to be Gohan. It don't matter. I'll paint myself green. I love light straight. how you said Piccolo and Gohan and not Goku and Gohan yeah. because you know who hey, Gohan's know actual who dad is. Hey, we know want, who Gohan's hey, look, actual dad is. Hey, look. If I was a deadbeat dad wasn't around, I'd say Goku. <laughs> <laughs> also, straight up, Piccolo's black. We, we already know it. <laughs> We've, we've this is this is like Piccolo Black, Freeze is gay, Goku and Vegeta are deadbeats. Well, Vegeta's not deadbeat, but yeah. Yeah, Vegeta was at least there for, for Trunks. He beat the snot out of him and tried to get him to be stronger. Hey, he was he, an abusive dad. But he was but at he, least there. But he whooped this child to success. But he was Just there. Just like Joe Jackson. Joe Jackson did it, Vegeta did it. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right, so what is Thriller like Michael Jackson going Super Saiyan? Uh, Ultra Instinct. That's pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> thriller is Thriller. So that's you. That's Ultra Instinct. <laughs> man. Oh, man. So um, let's, get to the, let's get to the point where everybody's been waiting for. That top five. Top five, co- uh, top five cosplay characters. And this is not just like top top five cosplay characters in general. These are top five cosplay characters that we, as me and my boy Mr. Miracle, want to cosplay ourselves. Uh, being that we're gonna rotate as normal. My boy went first last time. I'm gonna go first this time. And no laughing at my choices because if not, I'll smack you when I see you. And I'm talking to you, boy. Miracle. I'm going to laugh anyway because you know I laugh at anything, but go ahead. 
my number five cosplay character that I want to cosplay is from Pokemon Snorlax. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> fake laugh. Fake laugh. I mean, all it is is just you got to close your eyes, stick your bottom teeth out, lay in a pathway somewhere, and sleep. Shut up. It's a little bit more than that. <laughs> I got to get a green suit. <laughs> I don't hate, man. Snorlax is OP. That dude I cool. ain't hating at all. That dude Snorlax. can learn about any move on the game. He just need to wake up to fight. But he's like, he's you know, he's peaceful. You know, don't mess with me. Hey, but when you get to the point where you want to throw these hands, we can throw these hands. I love that random image macro someone made. They compared all of the sprite art for Snorlax over every single game. And it was like, it took Snorlax 17 years to finally roll over and wake up. Because <laughs> in like the original ones, he's laying on his back. And then now he's like standing up and it's like, wow. Oh, wow. But you get, you'll get plenty of hugs. If you get like dress up as Snorlax, people always want to like hug the giant Snorlaxes and Pikachu. Snorlax they is a hug. great character. Snorlax is a great Pokemon to have. Not only a lovable character, but in real life, my single dudes, if you want to be a Snorlax and grab you some girls, that's hey. the way to do it. Just random hugs all around, baby. More cushion for the pushing. <laughs> <laughs> number four. Number four. Dutch from Black Lagoon. It's a, more sim it's a simpler cosplay for me. I, as somebody that's not really a huge cosplayer because mainly because I'm not good at you know being that creative and creating my own stuff. Dutch is simple. He's just uh he's wearing a bunch of uh, old uh, battle gear from the army vest. You know that sleeve. It's a sleeveless army vest. He got his lungs jacked up. Rock. Look like you do about 200 push-ups a day. He bald headed. I'm going bald, so it won't be that hard. You know. <laughs> you know? But own it. Own, own it. it. I'm not LeBron James. I own mine. I know I'm wow. going Wow. Shots fired. Shots fired, LeBron. Get your free throw percentage up, boy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Dutch from Black Lagoon. If you're not have watched Black Lagoon, go check it out. It's a great anime. Great watch. Dutch is the leader of his little gang. I think it's about three or four, four people. And Rebby, one of the most dangerous women alive, but yes, Dutch is the leader of the Black Lagoon crew. Black guy, you already know. Probably long stroking Ravi, but <laughs> that's what it is. Number three, Killer B from Naruto Shippuden. Yes. Killer B talks and rap lyrics. <laughs> Straight up. Even when he's getting beat up, he's still talking and rap lyrics. Cause he talking smack, just like you would. Straight up talking smack. You know, I'm always I'm always willing to roast somebody real quick. Killer B is also one of the best fighters hand in, for like weapons hand to hand. Dude, his his gene turkey is a giant bull octopus. Uh, yes, bull octopus. Dude, dude, his weapons, the way he fight, he has about eight or nine daggers that he uses in all parts of his body, in his mouth, under his arms, on behind his knees. Dude completely wrecks Sasuke with those attacks. Heck, Mike Daniels from the formerly of the Green Bay Packers dressed up as yes, uh, Killer B's Killer brother, the Raikage, I and his brother dressed Killer up as Killer B. Yeah, his brother dressed up yeah, as Killer B. So, again, you got 
celeb connection, you know, embracing the anime life, man. My number two co- cosplay character, character to cosplay, Sajin from Bleach. He's one of the captains of the 13 court squads in Bleach. Dude is a giant wolf or fox. Trying to, I don't know, I used to think he was a bear at first, but not when I was younger, but he was actually like a giant wolf. He yeah, he's a wolf. Yeah, he's he keeps wolf. his face covered in the beginning because he was ashamed of what he looked like. But dude is huge. He has a he has a giant bunkai of a of a just a huge soldier in the background. Honestly, me and you could do that. You could dress up as Sanjin. I could be his bunkai and I just follow you around everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was one of the original stands. He had one of the original stands. <laughs> and my number one character to cosplay Dragon Ball Z Team Four Star Nappa. I know a lot of people don't say it's just Nappa, but this Nappa is weird and ridiculous. Dude, dude is probably, I think this version of Nappa is the best Nappa. Dude, he's way dumber than the original Nappa. I remember when that, in uh, one of the episodes when they first came to planet Earth to fight the Z Warriors. Then and Chasu exploded on his on his back. <laughs> One of the lines was, "Oh, Vegeta, the Pokemon you self-destruct." I hate that because they always kill themselves. It's one of the great. It's one of the great moments. Uh, what's another one where it's Ghost Snapper? Vegeta, 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 Ghost Snapper. It's such a great, hey man, he's such a great character in the TFS series. I know, I know he's not around long, but every now and then they make appearances. Uh, Nappa is Mr. Satan's agent <laughs> in the latest series when they get ready to fight Cell. Um, Nappa sets up that uh, sets up that fight for Mr. Satan to go through. Um, a couple other things. He still haunts Vegeta from time to time. A ghost will appear in front around the Vegeta whenever he has moments when he's just chilling by himself. It I think I think as far as the whole that list is ridiculous. I know. And a lot of people probably won't choose any of those characters off that list and maybe except Killer B. But, but I'm that's weird. still cool. There's so many There's characters. so many characters, and I'm weird about my and look, as me being a big dude, I prefer to just be out there in the open, just being the weirdest characters, the biggest characters. So especially being the Snorlax, I definitely would do that one day for real. <laughs> <laughs> now, my boy, Mr. Miracle, he, his list will probably be way more technical. And you understand what he's talking about a lot more than you would me. So my man, go ahead and give your in-depth take on your top oh, five players yeah. that you want to cosplay. All right. So... Yeah, I I actually do cosplay quite a bit. I'm going to be going to Anime Weekend Atlanta in cosplay, but you know, I still wanted to have fun like with my list, you know. And this is actually like okay, like I've thought about wanting to cosplay these things. So, number 5 for me is going to be the Goblin Slayer from from Goblin Slayer. Um I I built a handmade template out of foam <laughs> of his helmet. It's not the best looking, but it got me started and like, okay, I kind of want to do this as a cosplay. And now since then I found 3d printed files for his armor to be able to uh, print those out and make those and finish those. So that's definitely one I want to do at some point, maybe next year or the year after next. 
Um, I still need to learn how to sew to do some of the cloth bits. So <laughs> that's, uh, that's in the wings. Eventually I get enough space and have room for a sewing machine. That, that might finally happen. Uh, number four on my list is uh, Brawly from Dragon, Bra- Dragon Ball Super Brawly. Dragon wow. Brawl. I almost said Dragon Brawl. That might be a new Brawl. show in the works. Dragon Brawly Super Ball. <laughs> I know I'm not nearly as big as Brawly is, but you know what? I still got Your a little legs aren't. You know what? Shut up, Jerry. <laughs> he covered him up in tights and boots. You can't see his guy. Shut up, Jerry. Yes, you can't see his legs. Shh. Shh. No, you can't. Shh. I can cover it with the fur, like, skirt thing. Shh. Jerry. <laughs> Again, I'm not nearly as big as Brawly is, but that would be a fun costume to make, you know, make the armor out of foam, learn to do some sewing with the fake fur and the green fur or whatever. That'd be kind of fun. And actually learning how to style a wig since my first uh, attempt a few minutes ago went spectacularly bad. Um yeah, it'd be fun to actually learn how to style a wig properly and do that. So Brawly from Dragon Ball Super Brawly is number four on my list. Number three is probably the biggest one for me, the biggest undertaking that I want to do. But it's something I've wanted to do since I was a kid. It is a Death Scythe from Gundam Wing. Um, any of the three forms of it would be fine for me. The first one from the first couple episodes, Death Scythe Hell from the later half of the um, Gundam Wing or even the one from Gundam Wing Endless Waltz like all three of them will be cool for me I love all three of their designs but um, there's a guy at Anime Week in Atlanta who's doing an entire you know uh, panel on how to make giant robot costumes because that's that's all he does He's, he makes giant robot costumes and wouldn't know about them without social media so shout out to Uber's Cosplay for hosting that panel and making giant robot costumes and he even has a couple of videos up on how he's made some of them he's made uh, Wing Zero from Gundam Wing Endless Waltz and several other Gundam costumes on his site but that inspired me to want to make Death Scythe now that I'm old enough and have a better grasp of what it takes to make these costumes I want to build Death Scythe at some point and again, I'm still under the same constriction of I need the space to be able to do that. But <laughs> that's still something I want to do. So you might need yeah. to get a house with a garage. Yeah, for sure. That I can't do that in like a townhome unless I have a big enough backyard. Definitely can't do something like that in a condo. Um, the amount of stuff I already have. Um, next up on my list, uh, number two is going to be a Nosuke from Demon Slayer. He's he's probably my favorite character in demon slayer point blank period like that wouldn't be too difficult of a task to build when the hardest part would be making the the boar mask the rest seems just not that difficult just doing some sewing um the swords can be made out of um you can make those out of wood you can make those out of foam reinforced with pvc pipe you can 3d print them there's a bunch of different options for that so in those case probably not too terribly hard it's just a matter of, you know, learning those additional skills that I haven't quite picked up yet, but I still want to do it at some point. Um, probably if we ever get a second season of Demon Slayer or around the movie, if I have the you know, bandwidth to be able to do it, I would try to undertake some of it, but, um, but we'll see on that. But number two on my list is Nosuke. And uh, number one, um, I'm actually doing that this weekend 
with uh, my girlfriend Diana at Anime Weekend Atlanta 2019. Number one on my list is the joint cosplay Jotaro Kujo and Star Platinum The World. Wait, from... is she going to be Jotaro? She's going to be Jotaro. <laughs> She's doing Jotaro while I do Star Platinum The World. From uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Diamond is Unbreakable. So, again, a little bit of cheating that I'm kind of already done with the costume, but I still have been wanting to do this for a while. Um, I encourage Diana to watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure because originally the plan was I wanted her to do Dio Brando and me to do the world. Uh, it turns out she didn't really want to do a villain too much. But um, she's also the one that got me to even watch Diamond is Unbreakable because I originally wanted to start stop at part three, Stardust Crusaders, because I was like, okay, let's cosplay Dio in the world. And she's like, I don't really want to do a villain. I was like, ah. And then she was like, hey, there's another series. Can we watch it? I was like, I wasn't planning on it originally, but sure, let's do it. Got really hype on that and saw that, you know, Jotaro pretty much stole Dio's power in the name of his stand by adding it to his. So we got star platinum, the world and her and I came to a compromise. We could do Jotaro Kujo and star platinum, the world. And that way she can yell out the world though, in the middle of the con and I can do the time stop noise. Stuff like that. So if you don't know what they look like, I parodied a picture and cut our heads I put our heads on a picture <laughs> I was like, that's kind of perfect because I'm going to be doing that in a couple of weeks when you posted that picture. I was like, that's perfect. <laughs> but that's my top five list for things I want to cosplay. And they're all things that I kind of want to cosplay in the next couple of years at least and, and undertake, bring them either to Momocon, Dragon Con, or Anime Week in Atlanta. Or heck, even if there's a con out there in Vegas, I want to go out there and cosplay with you at some point, man. There is a con in Vegas that I want to do one, either uh, hopefully next year, and hopefully by that time the podcast will be a lot bigger and the people will recognize us. All right, but you got to watch first, people. Got to listen, like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> Just get a button and do that, man. I do have a button, <laughs> but still, uh, yeah, we. I definitely would like to do it. I have yet to cosplay. I talk about it a lot, but things always seem to pop up. I feel like now is the time where I actually can do it. I just need to put a costume together, and uh, we'll figure it out. Hopefully by next year, we can definitely do one in Vegas, or I can come down to Atlanta and definitely do one for sure. JC and Miracle Cosplay coming soon. I didn't realize you actually had a button, but okay. <laughs> anyway, closing out this episode three. Closing out this episode anyway. Our recommendations for the week. Since we spoke about it, let's do the main two we've been talking about already. Akira and the Big O. I know that though we you know we give our two separate ones, but I feel like you know just stand stand with the episode itself. Those two pretty much started it out for a lot of the OG watchers. Yuck. Akira and the Big O are worth the watch. Matter of fact, I'm going to go watch Akira with the sound. Finally. <laughs> Finally, for real. But yes, those two are our recommendations. Go watch them. Enjoy. Be nerdy. Hey, go find somebody to watch it with. Who cares? Anime and chill, baby.
<laughs> I'm still down for Disney Plus and Thrust, but that's just me. You're not even going to buy Disney Plus. You're right, because they don't support Linux. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, all right, people, like, follow, subscribe. And if you want us to watch an anime of your choosing, please throw it down in the comment section. We'll be gladly... Well, when we have the time anyway, we'll gladly watch it because I know we have a lot of other stuff on our list. Hey, it's my anime list gets longer every day. It does get longer every day, but we'll try to make time for it. So peace out. Have a good one. Coming real for the next episode. I had a feeling he was going to say that. You might as well make that a thing now.